0: Hello everyone, welcome to Fingersized, a podcast all about fingerboarding right from the heart of Germany, Berlin. My name is Jana, and with me I have my co-host, Benedict. hi. And we would like to do a little podcast, so you can listen to this while you're in the session, and yeah, just give this a try, so let's see how it turns out. We're gonna start with a little section uh, about ourselves, so, why didn't you start? When did you start fingerboarding, Ben?
1: Oh Christ, that's, that's a while ago by now. Um, I started around 12, when I was 12 years old, which is by now um, roughly 20 years ago, like 19ish. And uh, I didn't start with any fancy board, as in tech deck or something, I had an old plastic deck. I started with the truck's plastic, the wheel's plastic and everything. With a bad grip job, uh, as I remember correctly. So my dad brought that for me. It wasn't a Mickey Mouse, it was sort of a giveaway. And at, at first I had no idea what to do with this thing, and over time I developed... You know, I could do ollies and stuff, and I had no real idea that this is a thing. I thought I'm the only one back in that day. Until I discovered Tech Decks, and yeah, that was a big step up. And Then every everything led to this date, to today.
0: Yeah, for me it was uh, a bit similar, Uh, I also started with tech decks and with the things from Mickey Mouse and stuff like that and I really got into fingerboarding around 2001 when I had an accident and I couldn't really walk and I did a lot of skating back then, so I somehow was uh, suddenly was faced with having nothing to do and I grabbed the fingerboard at, at a store and yeah, that was the only thing I could do for a while, so that's how I got into fingerboarding. So, when was your first contest? Do you remember that? Or your first
1: time you ever met, like, other fingerboarders? I absolutely do not remember, to be honest. I'm the boring kind of person here. Um, the first contest I went to was Fast Finger 6, I think, It's quite a while ago, and I didn't know anybody. I was the awkward kid, to be honest, so I couldn't actually meet people as well. So yeah, I'm the boring person here in this instance. and. Uh, that's pretty much it about me.
0: Yeah, I um, my first contest was, I think, the German Championship in two thousand four. I I'm not sure if I did any contests before that. It could it could as well might have been, but I'm not exactly sure. But I do remember the DM, the Deutsche Meisterschaft two thousand four, as my first like big event with everyone, and I'm. Met all or saw all the people I only knew about from videos like pressing fingers and stuff like that. If that was even out back then, um, so were you fingerboarding the whole time, or have you have you had uh, sections in between where you didn't fingerboard?
1: Well, I I moved to another country and started another job there, and I didn't really have the time settled in, and it was around 2010 when I actually stopped really fingerboarding. I had a fingerboard all the time, and yeah, I did a few tricks every now and then, but I wasn't really considering myself a fingerboard at that time. And it just came back end 2016, because I moved to Berlin, uh, checked out the store, got a new setup, and yeah, then that was basically it. That's how I came back.
0: Yeah, I, I came back at a similar time. I stopped in 2007 at uh, Fast Fingers 10. That was my last contest, and I didn't even write. I was just as a judge there, and I even when I went to the contest, I knew this is gonna be my last one, and I didn't really tell people, and also didn't really want to go into details why I quit. But I did, and I didn't really think about it up until beginning of the year 2016. So, nearly 9 years where I didn't really do anything at all, but always had a setup somewhere in my flat and took them through all the cities I lived in and yeah, it, it never really got away. S- uh, so yeah, I I missed it quite a lot, to be honest. And I knew about the store, like the Azzy Berlin store, or back then the uh, Black Rail store, I knew about it right from the beginning when I moved to Berlin, but yeah, w- always was like, yeah, maybe someday I will visit there or see how it is. Or, but I always felt a bit weird going there because I couldn't do anything, and <laughs> because it was it was like so such a long time ago. And yeah, when I finally got to the store, it was like like old times again. I immediately grabbed a new setup, even though it was like a shitty one, but yeah, I never looked back since then and I do a lot of fingerboarding and it's one of my main hobbies right now. So on the topic of setups, do you have a main setup or do you have multiple ones and what do you ride?
1: I have two setups, both are Classic shape, Berlin board, 32mm, black rubber trucks, one which is my main setup, oak wheels, the other one is flat face wheels. Uh, I do have a third setup though, it's a 29mm I never actually use, and I'm pretty fine with just having two setups, unlike other people. I, I've seen that you have <laughs> quite a lot of setups, mind going into them.
0: That, that's a lie. No, I, I do have a <laughs> slight problem, I have way too many fingerboards. It maybe is because I'm, like I have a lot of other hobbies and one in particular where I spend a lot of money on, and everybody does basically. So I'm quite used to spending like 50 bucks or 100 bucks per month, and yeah, that leads to a lot of setups. <laughs> so um, my main setup, or I I have two main setups. Uh, my favorite one is a 5lug, uh, it's with uh, dislocation board rails and I recently switched to dynamic trucks on that one, I, before I had uh, black road trucks on there. And I've been riding it with flat face wheels, uh, basically since I got it, but I recently changed my flat face wheels because the old ones broke. And my other main setup is a DK split ply. And those companies are basically my favorite companies when it comes to decks. And the decay one has quite a, a, quite a strange shape. Uh, the 5-Lug is 33.5mm and the uh, DK is 34mm, but it doesn't look that way because it's a bit odd shaped. Yeah, and it has uh, BRTs on there and uh, cartwheels. And also galaxy of flowers, wooden board rails. but yeah, I uh, like Banner alluded to, in total I have uh, 10 setups. Um, one of them only has tech deck trucks and one has yellowwood trucks so you depending on how you count, it's eight or ten. Uh, the other ones have like two have dynamic trucks and uh, the rest have all BRTs. Um, I have like three different uh, Berlin woods, uh, a galaxy of flowers, which is close to becoming my one of my main setups, yeah, and another decay, and sorry, and preed, and yeah, stuff like that, uh, yeah, and the beast pants, yeah, so, I have a problem.
1: <laughs> one could say that every company you might ever heard of, uh, you can be pretty sure Jan has tried it. Yeah, not...
0: I wouldn't go that far, because here in Germany we, it's a bit hard to get all the American stuff. So it's quite rare that in the Aussie shop we get like flat face wheels stuff like that. Like BRTs or Berlin Woods, like that's a non-issue. Or even oak wheels or cart wheels. But everything that's uh, that's from the States is much harder to acquire, and so I haven't tried as much as I'd like to. And I do have like some favorites, like I usually prefer oak wheels, but lately I've been really enjoying the cart wheels, and yeah, it's basically every setup has its purpose, like its purpose, like I have ones that I use for bowls or for concrete or outdoor sports and stuff like that, so depending on my mood and depending on like I even have a setup just. For learning tricks and yeah, so depending on what I want to do, I usually change my setup, and I most almost all all the time have free setups on me. Like that is what I usually bring to the store with me. On the topic of wheels, uh, we have a little segment we would like to call "Back in My Day."
1: Yeah, kids, back in our day, you know?
0: Because <laughs> we've, we've both been around for quite a while and we started in a time where like we haven't had that many companies and stuff like that, so we want a reminiscence on some of those things and on the times and, yeah, stuff like that. And the first thing we want to s- wanted to start with are wheels. So what were the first wheels you started with, like after your initial... Plastic setup from the magazine.
1: Well, it's standard tactic wheels, I'd say. You know these old plastic wheels that sort of were rubbed away after a while because you know metal and plastic doesn't really work.
0: Yeah, um, like they they were like stripped on the inside yeah. and all all rugged, and you basically had to switch them out after a few.
1: They weren't really even thin- rolling that well. I mean, if you what you're used to today is a bearing wheel. And even the cheap ones roll better than the standard wheels, wheels we had back in the day. Yeah, like like the cheapest th- wheels today are better than the ones we had.
0: Yeah, like w- my first like pro wheels or like the first actual wheels because I used to ride tactic wheels also for quite a while, but my first actual wheels were I don't remember if it was Winkler or Oyrols. I basically had them at the same time, but. The Winkler wheels I got were, I think, the first generation. Might have been second, but I distinctly remembered being on a contest, meeting with uh, a couple of people because that w- that contest wasn't that big. So only a handful of people that he knew were there, and at that time I was like a few people knew me in the scene. So I was chatting with Martin Winkler. And was buying a set from him, and he was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna install them for for you." And I was like, "What?" But don't you just put them on? But then he pulled out like needle-nose pliers and ripped out the how they call it, the pins out of the deck trucks, and basically glued them back in. And so because. The bearing wheels were just too wide for the regular tech deck truck. Again. Oh, so
1: your first set was with bearings?
0: Yeah, uh, I, I think they had. I I know that
1: some didn't had bearings. Well, my first Winkler set didn't have bearings. So it was I, metal I inlay. Yeah, may, maybe
0: it. maybe that was it. But I distinctly remember that he had to pull out the pins from the truck and yeah. pull them back in because the wheel was too wide and. Yeah, they uh, were basically glued in, like not the actual wheel, but yeah. But they were
1: brilliant. I remember my first set of Winkler wheels. That was a big step up from the yeah. Tactic yeah they stuff. they were they and weren't I, really rolling, but the Winkler wheels were. That was that was amazing.
0: Yeah, and I I still have them somewhere, like in I I still have a dietchi box, like a, a small wooden box uh, that like River used to make. Uh, I have that one with one of with some of my setups from back in the day, and it's somewhere in the attic. I still haven't found it, but I know that it should be there. And every time I'm back at my parents', I take a look and see if I find my old Winkler wheels. But which I also used to use was uh, Eirold or Urolt. Did you ever?
1: I hated them. <laughs> yes. When I've seen them the first time, um, <laughs> I was intrigued. We had wheels that were completely made out of metal, a metal core, um, with these thring- uh, shrink um, wire stuff, uh, tube yeah, stuff, like the shrink tubes around it. They, they were... were grippy as hell, um, I was absolutely not a big fan of them, and I know I lost them. I, mean, um, I went to a party and lost the complete setup with these wheels on it. Ouch! Yeah, I'm, I wasn't, it wasn't too big of a loss. Um, the wheels were quite expensive. But I didn't like them, so it wasn't really morning. <laughs> yeah,
0: they they were basically the <laughs> they were basically the oaks from back in the day. Like they were the grippy wheel alternative.
1: Yes, I liked the idea. I mean, the idea was great,
0: and they were like turned on a lathe. And I had two different uh, sets, and I really, really enjoyed them. And when I, uh, as a matter of fact, when I came to the store, I still had one set of uh, of them. But over time the the glue that hold the shrink thing on the metal core just deteriorated and it fell off. But basically if you still have the cores you can buy that stuff at a hardware store and re-glue them yourself. And I I want to try them, they're still somewhere in the moving box because I recently moved. But once I find them I will probably try to... Get them to work again because I really enjoyed this, those wheels. And as you heard about, uh, or as you heard in this discussion, like wheels weren't really a thing back then. Like everyone just had tech deck wheels, and when Winklers came out, everyone just had Winklers. But you, I, I never met a person who had like more than one Sets of Winklers. Like even Martin Winkler himself, I think, didn't really carried that many sets with him because it was like really weird and really an, an unusual thing to have like functioning wheels and stuff.
1: Yeah, I, I remember to make my uh, Technic wheels spin properly I would use oil or butter <laughs> and stuff like that. Butter. Yeah, because <laughs> these wheels didn't roll. It was a very weird sensation, the board wasn't really rolling so you had to improvise and come up with ideas, and so I used oil for fine mechanics and stuff like that to get them rolling a bit, at least a bit, you know. Um, yeah, that was brilliant. Uh, and also the entire setup of your board uh, was quite different at that time. So not only the wheels, though.
0: Yeah, like when when people ask me, "Oh, so were you riding 29 millimeter or uh, 30?" and I was like, "No,
1: 20, 29 is yeah, too I, wide. How can you do that?" Yeah, and and I also <laughs> was
0: like. Uh, I don't know, because the size wasn't really a a thing, because you only basically had tech deck trucks, so a board had to be as wide as your tech deck trucks, and back then that was 27mm. So there was no, oh I'm riding a bigger board, like, boards just were 27mm and that was the way it was. And when I first came to the store, and saw uh, another local, Uncle Urban. He, like, I it was the first time, I talked with uh, Timo and also with Uncle, and he had a 34mm setup. And I saw it and was like, but, 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 w- what? Because <laughs> that was so, so foreign to me, because it was such a different thing and didn't really look like fingerboard anymore like the proportions were all wonky and now like 34 is quite normal and i adjusted quite well to that change and think it was it was a good change <laughs> so and now we go into a little section we would like to call rapid fire so i'm going to throw some questions at you and right. you a- answer them as quickly as you can. All right. If you spend like a l- one sentence longer on one, that's perfectly fine, but the idea is to go through them quite fast. Alright, so shoot. So, so, favorite wheels? Uh, oak. Favorite deck or shape? Ah, uh, classic, Berlin board 32mm. Favorite trick on flat? Uh, that would
1: be a kickflip, I think.
0: Favorite trick on an obstacle?
1: That, I don't know. Kickflip nose grind, I'd say. And your favorite obstacle? A rail. Outside
0: or inside? Like outdoor. Indoor. That actually
1: depends on the weather. Like <laughs> out, outdoor let's preferred, let's but Let's, but let's is say it's a, it's a decent <laughs> weather. It's a decent. All right, uh, then outside, of course. What's the Instagram name? Oh, Soundsphere. Concrete or wood? Uh concrete. Switch or regular? Oh, fuck switch! I'm regular. Can we? Can we swear? Can we swear? <laughs> yeah, of course we can. <laughs> we Germans, we swear.
0: All the time, uh, flat ground with ob- up, uh, flat ground with obstacle or
1: park. I'm, I'm actually fine with just an obstacle on, on, on a flat ground.
0: You weirdo. Yeah. <laughs> ramen or burger? Uh,
1: that's a tough <laughs> one. I didn't expect that. Um, I, d- I would, I actually would go for a ramen this time.
0: Heel flip or kick flip? kick.
1: Favorite fingerboarder? That would be Boris Dichi. If anybody remembers that guy, look him I up. I do. I do. That's pr- this guy's a genius. First contest. Uh, that must have been fast fingers. Last trick learned. Last trick learned was uh, not really learned, but I made it. I did a Nolly flip. It's on my Instagram page.
0: How do I beat you in a game of skate, or what's your most hated trick?
1: My most hated trick might be a 360 pop shove it. I cannot <laughs> do them. Let and I th-
0: beat you with them all the time. <laughs> let
1: me do them switch and I'm fine, but I absolutely despise uh, 360 shove it.
0: Do you like to uh, fingerboard sober or drunk?
1: Ah, uh, sober please, because the more drunk I get, the, the I'm not good anyway, so the fuck it, it doesn't matter actually. <laughs> but it's kind <laughs> of funny. It does, yeah, it does.
0: And and uh, now, like, a really, really important one. If you're doing, like, a trick off with another person, yeah, do you play a game of S-K-A-T-E, like a game of Skate, or a game of Bacon? What is game of Skate? I don't know, but apparently people play a game of skates.
1: I would play game of bacon because that makes way more sense. Skate is what you do with your legs, right? <laughs> it just does, yeah. That's weird. Man, that's weird. I I like bacon, this is way better anyway. Do you skate with your fingers tucked or stretched? Like uh, the
0: fingers you're not using, are they tucked inside on your hand or stretched away
1: from the board? They're actually tucked most of the time anyway. There are a few tricks where I have to stretch them to land, but usually it's tucked, I'd say. What's your favorite instagram
0: follow what do you mean like like who who would you recommend to people to follow or what do you, like doesn't have to be fingerboarding
1: oh then 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 that's a tough one um if I have five seconds to answer that i, I yeah, have no sure. idea uh follow the barracks the, if you're if you're into skateboarding, follow the barracks channel this is quite interesting
0: that's, that's a good one uh favorite overall
1: company favorite overall company oh, it
0: could be rams could be
1: could be Berlinwood then right
0: could be berlinwood because got, i've never had any
1: other board but um <laughs> when
0: i when i look at you like in person and see the tattoo on your arm
1: then i would have said uh, black river rams yeah <laughs> yeah
0: so i kind of expected that but yeah sure
1: <laughs> well here's here's the thing if i might if i may add um yes black river rams i've got a tattooed because black river rams was basically the the, the company back in the days, They, you know, they, they basically have, started
0: the scene. Like, exactly, it wouldn't it, exist exactly uh, without and Ernie and yeah. It it's it's not even a question. Like Black River is fingerboarding, and if you've never ridden on the Black River Park, you really gotta change that. <laughs> I mean, I know that most of you probably don't have access to Black River Parks. Basically every day, like we do, because the store, yeah, has multiple ones. But if you ever get get a chance to try one, it's such a nice feeling. And they also have developed quite a lot. Like since we started, the parks have changed. They were massive, drastically.
1: massive parks, steep banks, Ma- maybe we should talk about parks. that in
0: a, in another back in the day, because I think that would make a great topic. So, but as we are on Black River ramps, uh, let's go to a little bit of a new section. Um, They recently came out, we're currently filming this in the beginning of October 2018, Um, they recently came out with a new ramp or obstacle that is basically just a box, is it 4, with like a wall? On the back of it, and it's a bit slanted. I think. What do you think about that, or have you seen that ramp?
1: Yeah, I've seen it. It's basically the box four, I think, the yeah, one think with so the bricks, well. the the brick inlaid box. Um, it's a bit wider than the original brick inlaid box, and it has a yeah, as, as as Jana already mentioned, a sort of down rail on the back, which really makes it very interesting for nice combos. Uh, you can also really awesomely integrate that thing into your park. Um, I, w- I never tried it before, I've just seen images of it, but I have a few tricks I would do on this thing. But I I, I feel like it's a bit
0: short. Like, it, I o- I've also only seen the images, but it looks to be rather short to do like a, like a nollie flip to nose many up, and then still have time to do something on the rail.
1: Well, there's like, still time for a quick nollie shove on the rail. <laughs>
0: <laughs> With you, there's always time for a quick nollie shove. But yeah, I, I'm I'm really not that impressed with that box. Like maybe I just have seen so many Rams, but this one, yeah, it's it's maybe just not for me. And also, have you seen uh, seen the rails like the the golden flat rails that are basically the same as every other Black River rail, but just Shiny?
1: They're golden. I don't get your point. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. To be fair, gold is not <laughs> my favourite colour and I don't like the gold Black River trucks because gold isn't my favorite colour. Um I really like if you buy trucks. if you if you like if you like the colour gold and you go for the gold rail from Black River, you know exactly what you get. A high quality Black River rail.
0: That is true, that is true. That
1: is golden. And who doesn't apart from me of course who doesn't like gold and stuff i mean this is brilliant for yeah, those i who like gold i'm on like
0: i'm i built my own park i actually built my park together with Banner, who's sitting beside and um, beside me and out, outside of my park i rarely ride at home like if i ride at home it's usually at my park but the only thing i do ride out of outside of my park is like a uh, Black River Rams flat rail, like the round one, because that thing is like just so convenient and like such a nice little thing that you can carry around with you to a, to a, like outdoor spot. And I always have it at my desk. And like if I'm stuck in a loading screen in some ge- PC game or something like that, I pull out my little rail and do a couple of tricks, and then the game goes on. And I really enjoy it for that
1: yeah now they have it in gold
0: yeah, that's basically it. so if you don't have a flat rail already, doesn't have to be a black river, but those are like my favorite rails. like if you don't have one, just do yourself a favor and get like a basic flat rail. If it's round or square, that's basically taste, but yeah, it's such a standard obstacle. Like on the topic of new obstacles and stuff, have you seen the new Azibrick? Because like for all of you who don't know, we earlier said that we're both locals at the Azib store, and the owner Timo does like his custom or has has like his own line of concrete ramps. And since Timo is like we someone from back in the day, but even when we started. He was one of the OGs, like he's, he's been doing this for basically all his life, and the obstacles he makes, he usually does them in a collaboration with another one from the OGs. So they are all like weird obstacles, and I, I don't mean that in a like condescending way, or even in a bad way, but they usually aren't the obstacles you see from any other brand, and. The new
1: one is quite something. Can can you describe the shape? Yeah, it's way out there. It's nothing. It's it's unlike I've ever seen. Now imagine this. Um, in the old skate parks, remember these these wobble things, but they're actually quarter pipes, round quarter pipes. It's basically that, and out of this extends some sort of curb, which is down, uh, going down, and it's hard to describe. Yeah, it's, it's like a. To see it. It's
0: like basically close to a 360 degree rotation quarter pipe, like it's probably around 270 degrees, yeah, and out curve. of that round thing, and the top is like maybe three centimeters wide, and out of that thing goes a little curve and it doesn't go straight it like goes straight for a bit, and then does like a weird curve to the bottom, like in a like an, an S-shaped curve and then has another flat section on the bottom so it's it's really weird and but it's it's fun like i've tried it once or actually a couple times and it takes a bit getting used to like it's not the kind of obstacle i would like buy for myself and put on my desk cuz I I think I would get bored after a while, because there is not much that I can do. Like, if I write it, I realize that I, I'm doing the same trick all over again. Like, I am basically have three or four tricks I can do that on that thing. I mean, it's a cool thing, and as a curb, it's quite interesting, because like the, the curved ca- uh, curb is something that I haven't seen that much. But with the whole quarter pipe section, it's something that that's tough to ride, and I'm not really a transition rider. I mostly prefer like banks and rails and ledges and stuff. So yeah, for me, it's a bit getting used to. Have you? had a chance to
1: try it yet? Uh, unfortunately, no. I did a 50-50 on it uh, on my <laughs> way out. <laughs> I mean, it something. Wasn't a, it wasn't a counter and I did a quick 50-50 on it. But looking at this thing, it's so out there, something like that. Unlike anything I've ever seen before that I really want to have this ramp.
0: Oh, so, I, so you you thinking about buying that one? or? I do,
1: in fact, yeah, because this is so weird. I have no idea what to do on this thing. This is exactly where <laughs> I want to have it because it, the 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 options it gives me for doing tricks is massive i can't even think of a single trick at the moment other than a naughty shove nose grind or something but that wouldn't take the entire uh, obstacle into good use uh, yeah, And this f- is for the me for me thing about this that for
0: me exactly that point is like the 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 turn off like i'm when i'm writing something i want to do stuff and want to do like various things and i I'm not one for the challenge, like I'm not standing in front of a curb and be like, how can I do something really really crazy? Like I do, I mean I do do crazy tricks, and tricks that are considered old school or weird and stuff like that, but I I don't really tinker around with obstacles, Th- this
1: is like what I mean. And I think you're much more the tinkering kind. Yeah, pretty much. If I if I see an obstacle and there's no trick immediately coming to my head that I could do, then it intrigues me and then I want to really ride it. If I see a rail, I know so many tricks I can do on this. This is it's standard, you know? But this new break is actually pretty cool because it doesn't give away what it actually is. And you have to ride it, find what you can do on this, and then have fun. And I think this is an obstacle for quite a session, actually.
0: Yeah, and no, I think... Maybe it's just like for the type of rider, cause I also don't enjoy outdoor spots that much. And, cause for me it's like, you have to get used to that stuff. And it's so limiting and stuff. And it's the same with this ramp. Like it's so limiting in its function. And for some that's like the selling point. And for me it's like, I don't know, I, I would rather like ride on a, uh, on a park and something like that.
1: Uh, if, you, if you really want to see what can be done, or if you really want to see the obstacle, follow the um, Azzy Berlin shop Instagram page. And you should
0: follow that anyway.
1: Exactly. <laughs> and Tyrone has done a few quite interesting tricks on it. If you can name them all, please do so and let me know, because most of the stuff he does on that thing is just weird, insane, awesome looking. It is, it is. defies mm. physics, in my opinion. But, but in a good way. In for. in a good way. Like
0: there are the, those writers that defy physics in like not a good way, but Tyrone does some crazy things on that ramp. But maybe we can discuss like the whole approach to writing thing in a future episode, because I think you can see what a person writes like preferably and how that influences their style. and. Yeah, I think it's like something to talk about. In future episodes, so stay tuned. (laughs) Exactly. So, as the closing bit, uh, we want to talk about upcoming events, and it's currently going close to the fall, so all the the bigger events are usually in the summer, at least in Germany, they're all like in spring and summer, but there's one event coming up uh, in Germany, there's the the store anniversary, at I think I probably should have looked that up. So it's at the at the third of November. Is that correct? Yeah, it's at the third of November, twenty eighteen, and it's the first birthday of, of the Aussie shop, because like most of you probably know, the Black River shop as it was closed, but in the same location, still operated by Timo, the Aziz store reopened, now totally under Timo's control. And, yeah, that actually was a year ago since that opening session. And it's quite, quite cool to think about that because a lot of s- has changed and I really, really like how the store looks since then. Like, it's a much, cleaner looking shop but like a much much more polished and yeah, it's also crazy to think like how my setups developed f- from then and I think same for you because back back then you probably only rode trucks that are that were basically welded to the truck or something like that
1: pretty much <laughs> yeah I remember the first time like when I got back into fingerboarding I was used to the tech tech style of trucks they couldn't turn. So, my first set of Black River trucks had TAC-TAC bushings in it so that they don't turn at all. They were basically stiff. I really thought about, you know, welding them together at some point. And also, I was 29mm. And anything wider than that was so alien to me that I said, I actually... So and let me ago, quote myself, I will never ever ride anything wider than 29mm. That was a quote of mine. So,
0: a year ago, you were <laughs> still riding 29
1: Yes, um... Crazy. I, I Three f- quarters of a year ago I switched, I think.
0: Crazy. I, I remember you being on, on like, your... one of your Berlin Woods, like, since forever. Was yes. it the blue one now? No.
1: no, it was... If if anyone of you remembers the black graphic that said uh, Fingerboarding ruined my life.
0: Oh, that one. Yeah, right, right.
1: Now the board is brown and the graphic is
0: completely gone. I used to have a hoodie with that, like... Way, way, way back in the day. Did
1: yours chip? Because mine chipped. It's it's actually really chipped. Like cool I I
0: just lost the it. hoodie. Uh. <laughs> yeah, but other than that, there's there are some other events going on, like something that is not as relevant to us. But I think there's a, a new flat face rendezvous coming up. But. In November, I think. Yeah. yeah, but I I would really like to go there, and maybe someday I will. But yeah, currently it's not not on my horizon. But maybe next year. But the also, states are
1: just too far away for us. You know? Yeah, it's
0: like I I can understand all you like American people not going to the store because it's like so fucking far away that like just to do that kind of trip for fingerboarding is. But like very much an undertaking. Yeah. Also, there have been a, f- uh, a few events. Like last weekend, there was like the the oak uh, the oak session, the patio session. that was like two weeks ago, and last week there was the yellowwood birthday
1: session. Oh, true. That was as well. Yeah. Two events I missed. I would have. I would have loved going to the patio yeah, session.
0: Yeah. I. I'm currently like planning in my head, like it's nearly a year away, but I really want to go to the next patio session, maybe even both events when they're close together again. But yeah, I also really want to go to uh, to Portugal and yeah, especially to the oak factory or, and meet meet the people and everything, cause it looks like a really, really fun session. And yeah, but speaking of upcoming events. there is the Halloween FBing 2018 online video contest. Can you tell me about that contest? Because I know you know a bit more than I do about that.
1: Yeah, it's basically a, like last year, a Halloween contest. And what you have to do is basically record a video that is sort of in the theme of Halloween. Um, Scary spots, scary music, anything scary that you can pull off. and. Then, um, I think, what's the deadline again? I think it's the end of, uh, no, it's November the 3rd, 2018, and you send it in and uh, you really should go and check fingercan.com, and the first post at the moment, as of recording, is the entire description of what you have to do. Um, I've seen a few videos from last year, they were all amazing, and pretty, yeah, I'm too old for being scared, I guess, but they were actually quite interesting. And I I hope I can participate this year. Yeah, let's
0: let's try to put something together because I I would really like to join as well. And I rarely do like parts and stuff, but yeah, I would really like to put something together and see what scary what scary thing I can do. Maybe a scary thing on a scare set. <laughs> yeah, so it was a scare set then. <laughs> a scare set exactly. Yeah, and there's also another event, like uh, also an online event.
1: Yeah, for those of you on Discord, there's the second installment of the Discord contest. This is a second Discord contest. Uh, this time it's a flip in, flip, flip out, flat bar challenge.
0: So a classic flip, flip, flap, flat bar?
1: <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, so the requirements is... As I said, you flip in, you do a grind or a slide, you flip out again. um, So think K flip backside no slide flip off. It's on a square rail, shotgun rail is also allowed, round rail, anything flat bar like is accepted. And the end this time is 10th of October. And yeah. Oh, another thing for the uh, which is important. I I think I think I think I'm mumbling a bit here. I think Vodka mentioned it, it needs to be on streamable. Uh, YouTube videos will be accepted, but they will hate you for it. So make sure that you post your stuff on streamable.
0: Okay, I have to check that out, because I don't know that, but that's another topic. Yeah, but yeah. so it's basically a video contest that says I shall not pas- uh, participate, because I'm really, really bad at slip outs, like that's something I just can't do, so... I'm gonna sit back and enjoy that one and see who wins. So yeah, that I think that is it for the first episode. And yeah, if if you listen to this like it's really, really appreciated. And yeah. I I hope we improve in, in the future. I mean this is the first episode after all but we plan to do this every other week so every 2 weeks should be an upload and yeah it's going to be a, a, at the same uh, at the same location in the internet as you're currently listening to it and yeah we we hope you join us again and if you're in berlin like hit us up like i'm on, on instagram at FB. It's like a German inside joke, cho- like a word on plays, uh, a <laughs> word on names. Oh, it's a play on words. I can't speak English right now. Apparently, yeah. And your Instagram account is Soundsphere.
1: Yeah, at Soundsphere, and um, it's don't be scared. It's not only fingerboarding <laughs> in my account.
0: Yeah. So get in contact with us and. We hope to see you soon, or we hope you listen to us soon. So, take care. Bye. Bye. Bye.